2: Welcome, Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest in high-tech products and services, and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline.
0: We hope always entertaining, and certainly always informative, oh, and always free. You're tuned Into Tomorrow during our 27th year on the air, this for the weekend of Friday, March 4th. 2022 i'm dave Graveline. the birthday boy yeah. boy yes <laughs> yeah. uh, sure i don't feel like a boy anymore as i get upwards there what am i about a hundred now you don't know, look like a day over 90 yes oh thanks <laughs> you know i have learned however getting old is mandatory but growing up not so much yeah well those of us that know you we know that for firsthand i beg my pardon <laughs> But, yes, thank you for the happy birthday wishes. I appreciate it. Uh, March 5th, if anybody wants to mark their calendar. (laughs) I don't know why you would want to do that. But a Pisces, if that also means anything. I don't think it ever means anything. But there you go. I appreciate the birthday greetings. And all I want for my birthday is calls from our audience. Participate on the program so that I can then send you presents. By that, I mean gifts, not my presents. But my gifts, we have a bunch. Stay tuned and we'll tell you more about them coming up. In the meantime, uh, did I mention that I'm Dave Graveline and who are you? I'm Chris Graveline. Okay, just want to make sure we get that out. We've got some tech news and commentary and then Sam in Delaware standing by and a whole bunch of other folks that are joining us on the program and win prizes for participating while Christopher is across the table here in the studio yawning. Which is is, is my birthday weekend keeping you up? Yes. I mean, am I boring you that much on the radio broadcast? Yes. I mean, no. Good yes. heavens. I mentioned tech news and commentary. Yeah. Well, get on it. Uh, Waymo, the autonomous
1: vehicle, uh, the, the autonomous, the, not the autonomous. <laughs> the, the autonomous. The, the autonomous vehicle unit of alphabet has gotten the green light to start charging for rides in its autonomous taxis in San Francisco. The California Public Utilities Commission awarded the company a permit that allows them to charge for rides as long as there's a human safety driver behind the wheel. In a statement, Waymo said that it would start charging for rides within, quote, the next few weeks. The company has been providing free rides around San Francisco to a select group of what they call trusted testers. What, does sense, that mean they have to be Prime members or something because it's owned by Amazon? No, this is owned by Google. Oh, Google, rather. Yeah, yeah. Google. Yeah. Now, these are members of the public who are not Waymo employees, uh, but who do sign non-disclosure agreements as a precursor before getting to ride in the company's autonomous vehicles.
0: Ah, come on. Tell us about it. We won't tell anyone. Well, I'm sure soon they'll be able to tell because <laughs> yes. now they can start charging about it. Interesting. And that's only in San Francisco? Yeah. Ah. Well, I don't plan to go out there anytime soon. A recent Parks Associate study reveals that the consumption of connected devices in the U.S. continues to be on an upward trajectory. Well, that's not a big surprise, but 41% of broadband homes using a streaming media player. Okay. Other broadband household data in the report, 38% of respondents own a gaming console. And 36% are using a gaming service. Hmm. There you go. But 41% of broadband homes are streaming or with a media player. That's interesting. And perhaps will continue to increase all of those trajectories. Well, that's how I watch all of my
1: content at home. as on a streaming player. I still very happy that you know from two years ago when I cut the cord. Good, I don't miss it. At all? No. Ever? I, sometimes I felt like that cord is wrapping around my neck.
0: <laughs> and tightening <laughs> constantly. Ex-
1: except now with all these streaming services, every single one of them now raising their prices, I'm starting now to pay what I
0: was paying when I had cable TV. But, yeah. Boy, and, and boy, do the cable companies love that. It's like, ah, oh, I want to come back now, huh? No. <laughs> but it is interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Especially with the fact that there's so much out there. And if you really want to get a lot of stuff that you like, that you prefer, you have to get multiple services. Uh Because you can't get everything anywhere, no matter what. Whether it's a cable company, a satellite TV company, anything. You can't get everything that your heart may desire in one place. And those that have tried have been sued like crazy. Yep. (laughs) So I don't see that happening anytime soon. No. Wow.
1: Amazon customers can now connect with healthcare providers through their Echo devices. The service is provided by telemedicine company Teladoc, one of the largest telemedicine companies in the U.S. Customers can connect with Teladoc by saying, Alexa, I want to talk to a doctor. Uh, They'll get a call back on their device from a Teladoc doctor. Uh, The service is only for non-emergency visits like allergies or flu symptoms. And at this point, visits are audio only. Uh, But video visits, they say, are coming soon, according to a press release. Well, why not? If you can do Teladoc, you might as well do video. Well, I guess most people still just have the regular Echo devices without the screens. Well, so, you know. yeah,
0: I guess. And Doc, look at this. I can't see it. Well, open your eyes. No, you, you don't have a video connection, silly. So we do have a portal, yeah. a Facebook portal. So I guess I could teledoc that way. But that's not an Echo device. No, it's not.
1: This is on Echo devices. So I could do it at home with my Echo show. Well, aren't you special? I
0: am. <laughs> Tesla's electric cars are atypical for several reasons. And now CEO Elon Musk has tweeted that he plans to add Steam support to the dashboard infotainment deck to facilitate in-vehicle gaming. Isn't Steam, like, not good for electronics? That's not this, that kind of Steam. No. It, this is a service for gaming. Oh, I Steam. <laughs> It's a platform to play games. Are you being serious or are you trying no, to be no, funny? I'm trying to be funny. Oh, good. Uh, the deck could be almost as powerful as a PlayStation 5, he's claiming. The update isn't likely before next year. And hopefully, I pray, not in view of the driver whilst in drive. Yeah, well, the Teslas aren't fun anymore since they made
1: them take off the fart sounds from the, with the horn. I know. Why would they have done that? Because That's sad, I think. Because it doesn't meet the requirements for the cars to alert pedestrians or whatever. Exactly. And that's the whole reason I wanted to get a Tesla was so I could make it fart. Now, you know, you can only do it when you're in park. And what fun is that?
0: (laughs) Apparently not as much fun. But oh, well. Adaptive clothing, which helps people with sensory, physical and cognitive disabilities, like the need to accommodate a feeding tube, among other things, used to be geared towards adults and had limited style appeal. Well, now major retailers like Kohl's, JCPenney and Target are offering adaptive clothing options for children that offer trendy fashion choices and help kids feel that they're fitting in with their peers. Oh. So I think that's pretty cool. That is cool. And we're going to see more adaptive clothing, especially the fact that it helps folks with physical and cognitive disabilities is very good. And I hope that they all increase and then more stores cover the same sorts of stuff. I think it's great. To help. If it helps the kids, go for it. I agree a thousand percent. Good.
1: Twitter confirmed that users accessing the social media platform on Android, iOS, and the web can now add content warnings to any photos or videos attached to their tweets. <laughs> Why would you want
0: to warn anybody?
1: Well, what I've read is it's mostly for, like, spoiler alerts if you're going to give something mm. away uh, on a show or
0: something. Yeah, but you know. I think people who are who give away a spoiler are not the kind of people, typically, that would warn you that a spoiler alert's coming. Yeah. Well,
1: it was like, you know, an article I read the other day, because you know, I've been watching that you know that show on Paramount Plus 1883. I saw the first few episodes, and then I haven't caught up. The whole season's over that's now. That's just because you but, think it's the year I was born. But, yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but I started reading an article that was talking about, you know, that you know, a season two might be coming. And the, the, the first, like, two lines was a huge spoiler for the season. I'm like, well, this article didn't even start off with spoiler alert. You know, not everybody watches these shows well, but, right as soon as they come out. You but know. good now. You don't have to watch any more of it, because you <sighs> know what happens. Yeah, but now I I need to see how it happens. Oh, God. (laughs) Anyway, but back to the Twitter story. It's a a relatively simple process that forces anyone who wants to take a look at your post uh, to manually click past a prompt first. Uh, Now, it's not a perfect implementation at this point. The content warning doesn't show up when a tweet that has one is embedded. The warnings also aren't visible in third-party Twitter
0: apps. Now, see, if they want to be smart, just like, as you discovered the other day, I've known this for years, but for some reason, you don't send many emails with attachments, and you started to send one, and it said, you mentioned the word attachment, and there's nothing attached. Did you want to attach something? And you came running out to my office saying, oh, apparently there's a new function with Outlook, and it's been there for years. Well, Rather
1: than make me seem you know dumb for not knowing how to function, let's just
0: say that This is the first time I've forgotten to put my attachment on there. All right, we'll go with that. Yeah. Liar. Um, But the point is, similar to that, why isn't Twitter smart enough with machine learning and AI and all the stuff that people spew as if it's so special that if you said something giving it away or spoiler in the body of your tweet, that it would suggest a spoiler alert warning? I mean, wouldn't that make sense? Well, it would make sense, especially
1: because all these platforms are—they're apparently smart enough to to slap some COVID nineteen link on there when you
0: happen yeah. to mention a virus in a post. Yeah, even if it had nothing to do with. And I hope that goes away, just like the masks have miraculously gone away in time for the midterms. Yeah. And not to
1: get political, but it is—it is tech. Um, have you heard about this thing on TikTok, where apparently when you're doing—you know—when you're speaking on TikTok and it does the captions, apparently when you're saying unvaccinated, it always corrects it to vaccinated, And apparently you cannot say unvaccinated in the, 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 the no. captions. Now, I've never posted a TikTok, so I don't know if this is true. I've seen videos where people are, are doing it or saying it. But you know, if you're a TikTok user and if you've done that, you know, let me know. If that, is, that, is that a true thing? Because, so if
0: you're dictating to
1: where you want to use captions. Yeah. And you, so you're watching a video and you're, right. see, you're reading the captions at the bottom that apparently are automatically generated by TikTok. And they're showing, and this, this one person was even saying a lot of un words, you know, that weren't even real words, you know, uncomputer, unlight, and, and was doing un, and, and then, but then he goes, unvaccinated. And, and at the bottom it said vaccinated.
0: So. Oh, that's not right. I mean, they're just lying then. Yeah. Oh, my God. So. Well, again, let's hope that this nonsense is all behind us very, very soon. I mean, we had the State of the Union where only, like, two people had masks on. It's probably because they had the Rona leftover or something. Who knows? But, again, miraculously, poof, masks went away. What changed with the science? Well, nothing changed with the science, but, oh, please, enough already. So now, if you don't have to wear a face diaper, that's great. But what else is happening? Let's stop with, you know, tacking on all these COVID warnings on stuff that makes no sense. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'll get off my political soapbox now. All right. Researchers around the world are developing self-repairing materials, such as nanocrystal semiconductors and self-healing plastic and resins that could one day give gadgets the power to repair themselves. That would be cool. There's an obvious environmental benefit, they say, because you're not having to resynthesize a brand new material every time it gets broken, according to researcher Nathaniel Corrigan, who notes that the effect aims to improve, quote, the lifespan of these materials, which is going to reduce plastic waste, close quote. Well, that's all fine and good, but I just happen to think that if we can give gadgets the power to repair themselves in and of itself— that's what's cool. Yeah, except it'll give them a reason not to raise the price of these
1: flagship phones to $2,000. Yeah. <laughs> and unfortunately, some of us suckers will pay it. Yeah. You know, we're back to the days that, you know, we used to talk about that, you know, remember the days when cell phones first came out and it was like $2,000 to get a phone? Oh, well, we're getting back there. Oh, gosh. Well, I think the first, you know, because you had the cell phone store and the, the first one, that big Motorola brick that we sold was, what, $1,800. Yes. That's exactly what an iPhone is these days. I know.
0: And that's really
1: sad. But look how much more it can do. Yeah. And we're not paying, you know, 35 cents a minute during the day and 25 cents a minute at night to yes. make phone calls. <laughs> you remember that. You were just a kid. Then. I remember because I remember you got me a cell phone and a beeper and you said, the beeper is, is for you to, you know, me to tell you when I need you to call me. The cell phone is to only use when I beep you. That's right.
0: If I beep you with 911, you better call me on that cell phone right away at 35 cents a minute. Right. But you're not to use it to call anybody else at 35 cents a minute. No. But you were also
1: the only kid at your prom that had a cell phone. It is. you know. So I was very popular. I did have to unscrew the antenna and put it in one pocket of my jacket, and, and take, take the, the, battery the battery off, battery put off. it in another pocket, and, <laughs> and then I'm trying to dance on the, on the dance floor. My jacket's flopping all over the place because I've got this big, heavy phone in it.
0: But you pulled it out occasionally and pretended to dial a number and pretended to yeah. talk on the phone because like, people went, oh, my gosh, Chris is so yeah. cool. Friend's like, who are you calling? Nobody because my dad won't let me. Well, I hope you didn't say that. I didn't but, say that, you know, but, of course yeah. not. <laughs> but I mean, how cool was that? Well, for just as much as how cool it was when we had the mobile phones in the car, and you picked up and were holding up the handset in traffic talking to nobody but people would look over and go Whoo, he must be rich yeah i did
1: that <laughs> driving into you know, senior in high school i you know i drove in i was the only one with a car phone too yeah i drove in you know in school you know wasn't talking to anybody because again i couldn't afford it at 35 cents a minute but, ever, but
0: everybody saw but everybody
1: saw i had the cell, cell phone
0: yep yeah. and then you said yeah my dad's in the business yeah oh must be nice yeah it's all about tech yeah. thanks for the walk down memory lane you're welcome What do you think about uh, Tech Memory Lane? Because we talk about tech history, and Chris does the videos every week at intotomorrow.com. Check them out. But we'd love it if our audience would take us down tech history in their own words. What do you remember most? What do you get the biggest kick out of maybe growing up or... As you became an adult and you could buy your own stuff. What was the first tech related item you got? I remember how how cool it was
1: when you brought home the first E V or EGA monitor. It had what, like two hundred and fifty six colors on it or something? <laughs> yes.
0: I was like, This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> wow. See, we're doing our own tech history. History, yeah. history, history right here. Sam in Willington, Delaware, listens on W D. E. L. Welcome into Tomorrow, Sam.
2: About Eight, nine months ago,
0: you had a website that helped seniors like me at 77 understand how to use the Internet. Can you please
2: let me know what that website was?
0: Yes, it's intotomorrow.com. No, that's (laughs) not the one from months ago. Uh, But I think, Sam, you might be thinking about Get Set Up. We had their co-founder on the show back in December of 2020. Doesn't seem that long ago. They touted as the largest digital community for older adults to learn, share, and socialize. They have a community of instructors that hold live and on-demand classes on not just computers, but just about every topic you could think of. Yeah, they've got uh, two levels of subscription available. There's a free
1: tier, which has access to all their, quote, free classes. Now, their site doesn't make it clear how many fall under that free column. Um, Or there's a $20 per month plan that they say gives you access to over 500 classes each week and unlimited access to their premium streaming library. Uh, You can find them at GetSetup.io, or you can come by our site at IntoTomorrow.com, where we'll not only have a link to their site, but we'll also link to the interview that we did back in 2020 so that you can learn more there. Check it all out
0: at IntoTomorrow.com. See, I was right.
2: don't keep
3: it.
0: Call 800-613-2715. That's 800-613-2715. 800-613-2715. Call now. Welcome back with an Into Tomorrow fun tech fact for you. Before Nokia sold mobile phones, they still do, you know, they manufactured a range of other items, like toilet paper, tires, and computers. I can
1: see the connection. Well, it was like what we talked about in Tech History last week, where Samsung started off selling dried fish.
0: Yeah, exactly. And then moved on to grocery store and other stuff. And then somehow or other, years later, finally got into electronics. And that's what everybody knows them for. So check that out. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. Don't forget, you can hear Into Tomorrow
1: 24-7 on our website and in our free app. We stream the last seven weeks' worth of Into Tomorrow nonstop with the help of our friends at StreamGuys.com. Stay tuned. We'll be joined in a few minutes by Jonathan Ushindi. He's the founder of a company called Focus Cove. They've just come out with an app called Firstly, which is an app that helps prioritize and organize different tasks. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Do You do
0: want to check that out. Stay tuned just a couple of minutes from now.
3: It's time for our Evo history, Rachel. IFA is one of the largest and oldest tech shows in the world. With this, they slip back
2: at IFA's past. Here's Chris Graveline. EFA
1: history, EFA history. history. Television first got color in 1954 in the U.S. with a shadow stripe mask using the NTSC standard. Jokingly referred to as never the same color. Germany had just started TV broadcasts in black and white, as the Allied forces had to authorize the use of TV.
2: I know nothing, nothing!
1: And no more than 4,000 TV sets had been sold in 1952, with the not-so-impressive screen size of 9 by 9 inch. Much later, in 1963, first shown at IFA, a European color technology was introduced with the PAL system, which solved the problems of NTSC using phase alternation. That's this week's IFA update brought to you by Messe Berlin. Be sure to
0: visit ifa-berlin.com. And if all goes well, and it seems to be going well, we should actually be there in person again this year. It'll be our 18th year broadcasting from IFA in Berlin. And I'm always inviting our audience to join us there. Because unlike CES and most other trade shows, this one is open to the public. What a great opportunity to vacation in Berlin in September, and come see us at EVA. This Into Tomorrow podcast is hosted by our partner, Blueberry Podcasting. We couldn't be happier with their service. Get 30 days of podcast hosting free by simply visiting their website at Blueberry.com. It's like a blueberry without the E's. So, B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com. Into Tomorrow continues. I'm Dave Graveline. Thanks for joining us in our 27th year on the air, bringing you the latest in cool consumer technology, including gadgets and gizmos and products and services and and apps and websites, all sorts of things available today and into tomorrow. And of course, when you participate on the program, you... Our audience actually make the show because it's all about your questions, your help for other listeners, your comments, your tech rage, whatever the case. We do want to hear you on the air. And then, of course, we send you prizes because you've participated and you've made the show. So we do want to hear from you. And also, when you are able to visit us at your convenience, sign up for our free once-a-week tech newsletter. And you can do that easily by putting only your email address, which we don't share with anyone, in the little box that pops up when you visit us at intotomorrow.com. We will then look for you. What if we paid more attention to what's most important to us personally? Well, our next guest company created an app to help people live effective and purposeful lives. We all might want to think we are doing that already but he helps us to make sure we do that. The founder of Focus Cove is Jonathan Ushindi. Jonathan, welcome into tomorrow. Thanks for coming on. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good, Dave. How Go, about yourself? Oh, I'm fine. <laughs> Thank you. Glad to have you with us. Uh, tell me first a little bit about Focus Cove as your company, and then let's get into this particular app.
3: So as you mentioned before, uh, Focus Cove was uh, was created with a mission to help people live effective and purposeful lives. Um it's 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 something that I'm very passionate about. Uh, since I left the military, I, I had a very successful military career, but I realized that when I finished my contract, I did not actually do anything related to my purpose and uh, to my life goals. That was a chapter that I just closed, and five years that I spent, and I can never get back. So, um, so I, I created I created focus goals to help people do that and to actually everything that you whatever you're doing it could be the your military career or your career right now you could also be following your life goals at the same time
0: ah so I I guess I understand what you're saying, that, that being in the military was purposeful to that extent and, and certainly uh, helped your country and, and, you know, thank you for yes. your service and that sort of thing. Um, but if it wasn't a personal goal, that's also understandable. I mean, some people go into the military and spend their career, and that's wonderful. If it works for them and that's their purpose. Terrific. Were you thinking during those five years in the military uh, what your purpose was, knowing that it wasn't to stay in the military?
3: Oh, yes. Um, I I knew very well that um, I would be in the military for just a period of time. Um, And and I also knew that someday I will be following my dreams and goals. It was always someday. I, I, Mm -hmm. I, 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 I never thought that I could actually do both at the same time. And my time in the military was amazing. I was super successful, super great, and I loved. I loved it, and I'm still a very good friend with almost everybody that I met in there. Oh, great excellent. folks!
0: Excellent, and and I, that's good to hear because uh, you know not only do most folks have the opportunity to say, I wouldn't trade it for the world. You know, I wouldn't necessarily do it again. Uh, but, the, you know, it was like I spent many years as a police officer uh, and unfortunately lost four close friends who were killed in the line of duty. But the the fact is, as an overall thing, it was a terrific experience. You know, and I've related to your military experience, not what you want to do the rest of your life necessarily. Um, but I certainly learned a lot. It was a terrific opportunity. Uh, and again, met and. I'm still friends with some great guys and gals that I was able to work with. Um, And that's terrific. And I think for most people, it's very fulfilling. But as as we pointed out in your introduction, there's more to life than that. Because as you say, you want to help us to be more effective and, I guess, more purposeful. So how do we do that? So
3: uh, the way that we approach that, it's actually uh, by by prioritization. If you prioritize your life better and um you always keep in mind um what is most important to you which should always be uh your your, your life goals and your purpose mm-hmm. if you always do that you keep that front uh, top of mind you'll all you'll you'll have you'll have the best of both worlds have a great career and also a great life and you will never catch yourself uh let's say 20 years later and uh, trying to now catch up on your goals, and do what you always wanted to do. And that's why I created the Firstly app.
0: So the app is called Firstly, which right away makes me think... First, think of your goals, your purpose, right? Uh, and then take yes. it from there. I'm noticing on your website, it says that firstly, keeps your days planned, productive, and focused. So initially I'm thinking, so it's kind of a day planner, a digital planner. Is that part of what you're doing?
3: Yes, uh, I've noticed one thing that that uh, there are amazing productivity applications out there and I, and I love them and I've used many of them actually. But I've noticed that there is a little a small thing that could be improved and and that thing is focusing on, on helping people focus on their personal goals like for example um, right now the only prioritization um, process that exists within all other productivity apps out there is they simply ask users oh what priority would you give to this task for example hmm. and, they, and they give three options high, medium, or low and the user, usually, our human instincts will be like to give high to the, to the test that has the, the highest urgency instead of the, the test that has the highest um, importance or the highest priority. Uh, and so many, so many people end up, um, confusing, uh, uh, living their, their entire life confusing urgency and priority or importance. Hmm. And, uh, and also, and, and that's exactly why I, w- I would say something. It, it sounds a little bit, uh, very sad, but many people end up living their life, letting their job or other people prioritize their life, in, their lives instead of actually going after their own, uh, their own purpose. And firstly, we'll not let you, will not just tell you, Hey, go after your goals, stop your career. Mm-hmm. It's will just make sure that when you are looking at your productivity app, You will see that your goals and your life uh, and your your goals are actually uh, on the top, and that should be your priority. One thing is sure: if if a task in your your regular job is uh, it's it's an urgency, it's an emergency, you will just look at your productivity app. It will still be there. You'll still be able to see it among the other among the other uh, priorities, and uh, you'll still do it. And you'll (laughs) you'll make sure that you get the job done. But at the same time, your goal, your life goals will, will stay, well, will stay, uh, Top of, uh, on, the top, uh, on the top of your mind.
0: Well, that's good. I'm glad to know that your app isn't going to tell everybody, uh, quit your job tomorrow no, no. and just do you something do else or look for something <laughs> else. And by the same token, I think we all know a lot of people that if you ask them, what are your priorities in life? They're just going to say, oh, to make a lot of money. Well, that's really, I mean, if that works out, that's terrific. But I don't know that that really in and of itself, is our real priority in life for most people. I mean, hopefully we want to be productive, we want to be effective, maybe we want to help people, maybe we want to serve, whatever number of things, but is that the kind of thing you're talking about, the ability to, to set those kinds of priorities, determine what it is we want to do in life? Yeah, we hope to make money, we hope to be successful in that sense, but there is more to life than that.
3: Yes. And uh, if you don't mind, I would like to share my screen a little bit and oh, show exactly how, um, how, how, the, how the application works. It will be very quick. As you can see, when, whenever this is my this is my app right now and my day schedule. And you can see that at the, at the very top, uh, it says first, mm-hmm. which means that these tests have the first priority uh, j- journal, read, website updates and among many other tasks.
0: Now, for those so, for those listening on the radio and have yet to see the video, just know that you can visit us at Intotomorrow com and look for the first, uh, Focus Cove interview with Jonathan. And I, I don't know whether I'm supposed to be impressed that as you list priorities, we're at the bottom, or it's just that it's because it's that time of day and now it's time to do the interview. <laughs> oh yeah.
3: So um, and, and as you can and as you can see right now, um, you, your day automatically shows. Uh, by by priority, from a priority perspective, mm-hmm. you could also switch to a schedule if you just want to know exactly when you are doing your tasks. So, uh, whenever you want to prioritize a task, you can use one of the multiple prioritizers that I do have. For example, let's say that I I want to prioritize this task. You could use one of these. All these are prioritizers. Oh, one of my wow. favorites is the One Goal prioritizer here, and it will ask you to in, to input your goal and click done. And now, every time that you prioritize a task, it will ask you how related is this task to your one big goal, which is finish and release firstly. Uh-huh. I'll say, well, this is the, uh, the task is interview with Dave Graveline. <laughs> so I will go and say directly. <laughs> so it's priority one automatically. And let's say that now we talk about uh, simply reading a book. Well, this always is always a high priority. But if it was if it was something else, if it was something else, I will put something like low, and uh, you could switch easily com- um, prioritizers. Uh, be- uh, switch easily prioritizers. Like uh, you can go here and uh, in the more tab, and click on the prioritizers where you can select the default prioritizer for projects and for tasks. And uh, let's say that I choose that from now on, I will be using the Eisenhower. For people who are in, into productivity, they've already, they, they know exactly what the Eisenhower matrix is. We also had the self-wellness prioritizer uh, and many others. So depending on where you are in your life, you could, you, you, there is a prioritizer for you. And, uh, and that is exactly uh, what, for, uh, what, what Firstly does. Like it helps you keep your focus exactly where you want to be.
0: That's terrific, and where,
3: and where it should be.
0: So, who is your your app uh, designed for? Any particular group of people, or or you know, who should get firstly? I'm thinking.
3: So, I person believe that everybody should get firstly, <laughs> of course. <laughs> every 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 single person should get it because everybody have life goals, and uh, if you do, you should just get it and and start doing and start going after them. And if you've already and if you've already started going after your life goal, you're already living. You're already living your dream well there are you 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 could use firstly to track to track goals like i showed the one goal targets prioritizer right and that will help you keep your focus on one specific goal at a time
0: terrific and is it available for both ios and android
3: unfortunately for now it's not available for android it's it's exclusively available for ios but
0: well don't forget our half of the world android
3: (laughs) actually i think it's It's bigger than half of the world. (laughs) Much bigger,
0: much bigger. So
3: The Android Android version will be coming up very, very soon.
0: Okay, good. So, firstly, your priority now is to get it on Android, but it is available for iOS. So, those of you iPhoneys out there, by all means, take advantage. Is there any cost for, firstly, or subscription fees or anything of that nature that folks should be aware of?
3: Oh, yeah. Uh, Two things that I will mention about that, that people should be aware of is... Uh, first, firstly, is a premium app, but it's also it's it also has a free version. Okay. The free version is very limited, and uh, we offer a free trial for seven days. And then, if you decide to upgrade to a pre, to a premium version, we we decided I, I decided not to go with a subscription because nobody wants another bill in yeah. their life. Yeah, true. So it's a one time fee of fourteen ninety nine, and that's it. That would be yours forever.
0: Terrific. Forever terrific, including updates and whatever else, other features you may add and that sort of thing. So we invite our audience to visit Focus Cove, C-O-V-E, FocusCove.com. And of course, we'll get you there when you visit us at IntoTomorrow.com. Jonathan Ushindi, the founder of Focus Cove. Where are you joining us from on this uh, video call? Oh, San Antonio, Texas. Okay, very good. So uh, (laughs) glad to have you. Uh, Firstly, keep your days planned, productive and focused. So do more of what matters most to you focuscove.com for more details and download the app and you'll let us know when it's available for us Android type users and uh, we'll be able to experience it as well thanks Jonathan for spending a few minutes with us thank you for having me Dave it's my pleasure again focuscove.com and visit us at intotomorrow.com we link you to Jonathan's site and all of our guests as always be sure to stay tuned there's much more to come as Into Tomorrow continues I am Dave Graveline, right here on the Advanced
2: Media Network. I can't let diabetes get in my way. So here's what I do. I wear the Dexcom G6.
0: You're tuned into tomorrow for the weekend of Friday, March 4th, 2022. And we always give you the Friday dates going into every weekend. Because if you want to come back and look at show notes or hear your call, whatever the case, you know how to find us. And in this particular case, the weekend of Friday, March 4th. And you can find it at intotomorrow.com. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into
1: Tomorrow is brought to you by Dexcom. Always know where your glucose is headed and how fast. Visit
0: dexcom.com. That's D-E-X-C-O-M dot com. If you would like any of the following particular prizes. No promises, no guarantees. But do tell us when you call in any number of ways where we get to hear you on the air, and we'll do our best to get you that particular item. So mention one or two or three of the things we're about to talk about, and if we can, we promise to get it to you as Best as possible. Like, we've got goodies like from Jabra, the Elite 85T true wireless earbuds
1: available. From Benji Lock, we've got fingerprint padlocks. Your key is your finger. Yes, it
0: is. Or your finger is the key. Or both. Either way. From Infinicore, Wally Grip detachable wallet grip and stand for your smartphone—very handy devices. From TurboTax, you've got online codes good for any of their products to help you file your income tax fast and easily. Yep, and from DanTech, D A A N DanTech Bob, the ultra compact dishwasher—very cool, meant for one or two people. If you've got a big family that's not going to help you, you would be standing there using Bob five, six times in a row. It's meant for one or two people with a f- small amount of dishes to do. And it does a great job. Been playing with one here in our studios when we've got a bunch of coffee mugs and that sort of stuff. Works out very well. So how does one participate? There's many
1: ways. You could uh, call us at 800-899-INTO, 800-899-4686. You could use the free Into Tomorrow app on iOS and Android, there's a message to studio button. You can record something, and send it right to us, or you can stop by
0: intotomorrow.com and click that Ask Dave microphone. Yeah, it's a little red thing on the right or lower right of anything with a browser and a microphone. And you can participate that way from intotomorrow.com.
2: LifeCare Care provides valuable whole life insurance to cover final expenses such as medical bills, burial costs, and unpaid debt. A final expense insurance policy is fast, easy, affordable life insurance that's available to anyone between the ages of 50 and 80. No medical exams, no lengthy questionnaires, and no waiting period. The application process is quick and easy. You can even apply without having to undergo a medical examination. Just answer a few questions and we'll do the rest. With the average funeral cost skyrocketing to $11,000 and Social Security only paying $255, you need simple, affordable peace of mind for you and your whole family. Don't leave behind unpaid expenses, expenses that... That if left unattended, will burden your family tremendously. Benefits include a guaranteed premium that will never increase, a guaranteed cash value, and a guaranteed death benefit that can never decrease. To find out how you can get final expense insurance with a guaranteed lifetime rate log, call Life Care at 800-956-0683. 800-956-0683. 800-956-0683.
0: The weekly Into Tomorrow radio broadcast. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris
1: Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by Blueberry Podcasting. If you want to become a podcaster, you'll soon discover the options can be a bit overwhelming. Blueberry makes it easy. Visit
0: blubrry.com. It's been a while since we've reminded you that you desperately, definitely want to get our free once-a-week tech newsletter. Indubitably. Indubitably. Wow, all the little ease. <laughs> And because it has tech news, because we tell you what's on the show, who's on the show, what calls we're taking, and kind of tease you a little bit about the sorts of things we'll be discussing. Oh, and there's some tech news and hmm thoughts to make you smile right out of the box, right off the bat we got goodies. And we have other stuff for you in the tech newsletter. Like this week, uh, the tech tip. Are you allowing
1: your smartphone to work to its full potential? Not just for calls, texts, and taking pictures, but there are so many other features available, including being able to do work on the go just in the palm of your hands. Oh, and
0: working from home for good? We'll tell you which U.S. and Canadian cities offer an ideal mix of affordability, livability, and equally important, connectivity. So you want to check out this week's Into Tomorrow Tech newsletter. Sign up for free, and we don't spam you, and we don't share your email address with anyone. Little box pops up. Put in just your email address. Watch for the subsequent email at intotomorrow.com.
2: Bringing you the latest in consumer electronics and technology, this has been Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline.